Welcome to Meredith with a Y. If you're new here, a very happy welcome to you to this podcast. My name is Meredith Willits, and today I'm going to be talking about my vacation that is coming up and a whole bunch of other things, so stay with me. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. So, Sunday. Yeah, my husband definitely pulled one over on me. It was my friend's son's birthday, and we were going to his birthday party. And when we walked up, there was this outside area at this bar restaurant, and everyone was wearing green and Irish garb, and I had no idea what was going on. I didn't understand why I wasn't told to wear Irish garb and green and my friend said, oh, and I bought presents for this kid and I know it was his birthday. And she's like, no, this is actually for you. And I was immediately irritated. <laughs> I was immediately frustrated because it was literally like two weeks before my birthday. And then they're like, well, we were trying to throw you off. And so you said you didn't want to party. So this is your party, but it's small like you wanted. And I am totally and completely confused. I have no idea what's going on. Why in the world my husband would have my birthday party two weeks before my actual 50th birthday? Why everyone's wearing green? I'm, I'm literally cannot, my brain cannot catch up with the reality that's going on in front of me everything's I'm trying to make sense of and it wasn't working. And so I'm just, you know, ordered a drink, sat down. It's like these outside couches and my husband's like, yeah, it's halfway to St. Patrick's day. And he gave the kids, my kids, these white socks, Irish jerseys, and he put on this Irish Blackhawks jersey. And I, I just, I, I can't even begin to tell you how confused I was as to why. And then he hands me this t-shirt that says, you know, you know, doing things amazing since 1972. Like, I, I it, it was just seemed very weird and unnecessary to host my birthday party a full two weeks prior to the actual day, not to mention the weird vibe of the quote halfway to St. Patrick's Day, which I've never celebrated in my whole life. So I didn't understand why to go that route. And so it's I mean, if you can even hear it in my voice, because I'm going back to that moment in time where I'm just so annoyed and frustrated and trying to be happy and trying to trying to absorb it all. And so we're sitting there and I'm, you know, talking to my friends and all the kids are dressed so cute in St. Patrick's Day wear. And all of a sudden, I hear this weird, faint sound of bagpipes playing. And I'm just kind of like looking around and everyone gets quiet. I mean, this is a huge outdoor patio and everyone is sitting outside, first of all, looking at us because we are all wearing green except for me. And now everyone's really looking at us because the bagpipes are coming towards the bar from some direction. And so here comes this bagpipe player just belting it out. 
you know, as only a bagpipe can do. And everyone starts whistling and cheering. And I am still kind of frozen, feeling like I might be figuring out what is going on. Like, maybe this is an Irish theme. Like, okay, if we are going to Ireland, who in this group is going? Is everyone going? Do I want everyone to go? (laughs) Do I really want that sort of chaos? So as the bagpipe player continues, he's now standing behind me and is playing happy birthday. And so when he's finished, I stand up. I tell him, thank you. I get a picture with him. And then my husband's handing my younger kids these two pieces of paper. And then they're coming around over where I'm standing. And they start reading off of this paper about how the four kids and my husband want to take me back to my Irish heritage, County Cork, where my family is from. And I am leaving in like five days to go to Ireland. What? So when you're listening to this, by the way, I am in Ireland, all things, you know, going well. And so I was like, holy crap, I have to be prepared to go to Ireland in like a four, five days. Holy shit, this is happening. I'm like, who's going? Jim said me. So I know it's just he and I and not all 13 people that are sitting at this dinner party. Needless to say, I ate like two pieces of shrimp while I was sitting there. I ate literally nothing because I was my nerves were just so anxious and I could not eat. And he was just pounding the beers because he was nervous and excited and like freaking out like that he had been planning this for four months. And so everything's handled. I'm he's flying my 23 year old up to watch the kids. And, you know, it's done all through a travel agent. So the flights and all of our stays and all of our tours, we have a driver while we're there. Like it is a trip of a lifetime to a place I have really never considered going, to be perfectly honest. I tend to be a very kind of gritty traveler in a sense. Like I like to go to places that are really outside of my comfort zone or that challenge me in some way. And because I am Irish, I don't know why. I know most people like the idea of going to where their family is from, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, I guess I can go to Ireland, like, you know, whatever. Like, it's so, I don't know, like a part of me, it just seems like being me and going to visit me. And so it doesn't seem like an adventure, so to speak. I don't really know how to describe that. But as I've been looking at the itinerary and, you know, bought a couple items of clothing and a raincoat and (laughs) all the things that I'm going to need while traveling to a country that it's between 40 degrees and 60 degrees every day, whereas yesterday here in Chicago is 91 degrees. I'm trying to get my like cold weather wits about me. But I find it so interesting that it's never been on my radar. And so I've been doing a little digging as to why. And if you listen to my podcast, I've talked a lot about you know, white supremacy and white, quote unquote, white culture and other cultures. And I really had, I don't know if the word is a hard time, but addressing or understanding the culture of white people 
outside of colonization, white supremacy. And so I think that this trip and even talking about it right now, I can feel the discomfort of really stepping into the shoes of going and learning about this. And and I don't know why it's, I mean, I do know why it's a block. So I'll just talk about it. So the block is that I have done so much work to really understand Black, Brown, and Indigenous people, plight, life, struggles, racism, and all of this. And I really have done so much work to take myself out of the white community that I grew up in and really challenge myself and the things that I, quote, know to be true by way of education, religion, and my upbringing that to align myself with my white heritage and Irish background, I almost feel, how do I even say it? Like I'm going backwards, you know, because, you know, when you watch these videos on social media and you you do the you know, the education for yourself, you know, it's very much a theme that there's no such thing as white culture. There's Irish culture, Irish heritage, Scottish culture, Italian culture, heritage, etc. And so I've been so aware of not being necessarily proud of being white that I think that I've tried to push that part of who I am away a little bit because I don't want to lose sight of how far I've come in my life as far as education. And if you are a person of color and you are listening to this, or even if you are a white person, I I, I hope that you understand, like, it's it's literally like I have checked out of my whiteness, even though you can't, and really tr- tried so hard to do the work and align myself with this greater breadth of knowledge of people of color. And so probably I'm having some sort of like crisis, <laughs> actually, but I think it's really good. And it's funny because I was messaging with one of my Costa Rica friends, Valerie, about the trip. And she's like, I think this is going to be really special for you. And I know that it's true. I know because as I've thought about being on the land of Ireland, I know that it is a coming home. It is a coming together with you're allowed to have all of the knowledge. I mean, what we're watching, you know, with the Queen of England dying. And I have so many friends that are really into the royal family and the Queen of England and what's going on. And they're watching the funeral and I could give two shits because as I watch it, I'm like, you know, watching all the different countries that she has colonized, every single one of them being a country of uh, people of color and, you know, all the atrocities over the last decades of her life and all of the the jewels and diamonds that have been stolen from India and in Africa. And, you know, my head is just exploding knowing that, you know, their family is is racist and asking about Harry's children and how dark they're going to be. Like, I have so much frustration with, you know, holding this family and the monarchy at this high level when 
it's just makes no sense to me. It's just gross. And the fact that the country or the people pay for their lifestyle just because they're born into it, like none of it makes sense to my brain. None of it makes sense. And growing up, it did make sense. You know, so maybe that's a huge part of it. Like, am I falling back in line with those old ways of thinking? Or am I going to be coming into alignment with loving where I come from and my heritage while at the same time having appreciation? Because it is very, very difficult to love your heritage when you have been a part of atrocities. It is. You know, I'm super aware of what has happened in our country and around the world. And it's not like you want to hate your whiteness because that does nobody any good. But at the same time, to come into alignment with it feels just as bizarre when you've done so much work to expand yourself. So I think that's probably why I have never really found myself desiring to go to Ireland because it almost feels like I don't even know I, I mean it, it almost feels kind of like a slap in the face so to speak it almost feels like I am celebrating myself my country my heritage and and the other part of it is it's you know on the internet when you start talking about slavery so many people want to talk about irish slaves and they were treated worse than you know slaves from africa and you know then you got to get into this whole you know that they were actually indentured servants they were never considered three-fifths a person they were never actually uh, there was no legal like they were never considered property there's like the litany of things that were different between irish indentured servants and the black slave trade from africa is is so profoundly different so i do have like a lot of animosity towards people that want to equate the two of them. And so I'm sure there, there's a piece of me that is fighting that as well. That's like, no, it's totally different. You don't understand. Don't bring up Irish, quote, slavery around the concept of African slavery and, and um, bringing African-Americans, you know, to <clears throat> the United States and using them for slaves for hundreds of years and still using systemic racism and redlining and Jim Crow laws, et cetera. And so... I'm sure that all of this is going on inside of me. And I just find it fascinating that for whatever reason, my higher self is like, nope, time's of the essence. It's time to go back and figure this all out. So that's what I'm doing. And I leave in a couple of <laughs> hours, even from recording this podcast. So so that's where I'm at. <laughs> Husband plans trip and completely blows his wife's mind, which I'm sure is another piece of why I am so completely blown away uh, the evening because I'm thinking, hey, if my husband plans a trip, we're probably going. I told him this. I'm like, I thought we were going to Hawaii. I've talked about going to Italy a hundred times. So the fact that he chose Ireland, I, I can't wait to really you know, have time to talk to him about why he chose that. But God is good. The universe is good. Our higher selves know more than we do. So for whatever reason, I need this. We need this. And I'm so looking forward to spending some time with him because our days are usually spent driving to sports for our two youngest kids or him working or me working. We're very, very preoccupied all the time. So that's where I'm at. 
so he's got it all. He's got it all figured out. And we're traveling around the entire country, flying into Dublin. My daughter's, like I said, coming up to watch the kids, which I am just forever grateful for. We will be back here October 1st for my birthday to spend time with her. My son is not able to come visit that weekend because of his job. And I said, don't worry about it. I understand everyone has a life and I don't take offense. But yeah, we're going to be we're going to be doing all the things. It's funny. I'm not a whiskey person. I'm not a Guinness person. I am a tequila girl and an IPA girl and a Corona girl. I, I I mean, there's just so many things. But I'm looking forward to spending time with my husband. I'm looking forward to time um, away from work. He actually went on my work calendar and blocked the whole week off all on his lonesome. I don't know how he figured it out, but well done, Jim. And just kind of taking some time for the two of us. I don't even, I can't even really remember the last time we went on a trip together. It always seems like it's with the kids or family or whatever. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. So yeah, he pulled one over on me. The other thing that I found so fascinating was that feeling of being surprised when I am literally in charge of everything that happens in this household, everything, scheduling, paying bills, where we go, what we do, what we're eating, the food we eat in the house, uh, the way we spend our money, everything is really on my shoulders. And so at the moment of recognizing of what was really happening on Sunday night where the surprise was being shown to me, especially the surrealness of thinking I was at someone else's birthday party. And then it was actually for me, but it really was his birthday. Like literally it was his birthday. So it was even more confusing. I recognized how much in my head I live by planning, thinking, organizing. And so I'm always kind of have my tentacles, if you will, on everything in my life. So for someone to kind of pull the rug out from underneath me, but in a positive way, it was very, very surreal. It was very surreal to not know what was going on in my life. Even looking back when I got my breast cancer diagnosis, that might have been kind of the same surreal energy that someone was bringing something into my life that I had no control over, I was not privy to, and it, it just came out of such left field. And so being present in the moment of trying to figure out through the time of when I walked into the restaurant to when I was being told I was leaving for Ireland and trying in that 30 minutes to figure out what was going on even though I'm psychic, it's you don't really necessarily read yourself, or at least I don't. It was weird. It was so weird. I'm, I wonder if like because of the fact that I like buy stuff from my husband, but maybe that's because it's his norm and because of the fact that like I make the dinner every night and everything just kind of happens for him, that he's so used to it and nothing really happens for me without my involvement that it was so completely bizarre. But I have to say it was very surreal to have something especially so huge happen 
for me without my input, without my opinion, without my quote unquote approval. It was very, very strange. Now that said, I did post on social media, the videos of everything. So if you want to go check that out at Meredith-Willits, or maybe it's underscore or Meredith with the Y, I have both of the videos up there for that of me being surprised and, and the, the bagpiper walking in and my kids reading the letter, which is just so cute. They pronounced Dublin, Dublin, and everyone laughed. And my husband said they had practiced and practiced and practiced saying Dublin, and they still got it wrong, which I'm so glad they did. It was just a very surreal moment. So as I put this on social media, the amount of messages and comments from women just blown away by what Jim had done. From planning the trip for the last four months you know, down to making all of the decisions of, you know, travel insurance and having a driver versus driving ourselves and recognizing that he is not a good driver and it would not be a good idea to, you know, which which excursions or tours to go on to bringing in the bagpiper and flying in Skylar, like all of these things, the amount of comments from women blown away by his kindness and thoughtfulness. If you are a guy out there, you do not need to take your wife or girlfriend necessarily to Ireland, but it feels really special. It felt really special. And having my friends there and they actually didn't know anything other than show up at seven o'clock on Sunday and wear Irish garb. He didn't tell them because he didn't want them to spoil the surprise. But if you're a guy out there and you have the opportunity to surprise your significant other or, you know, the person that takes care of like a lot of the stuff in your house and she is usually involved in, yeah, we should go to dinner here or we should go on vacation there. You know, even if it's once in a while, remove that weight from their shoulders and just plan something, you know, and it was funny because... (laughs) As soon as I started to figure, you know, as soon as Jim told me and the kids told me where we were going, I instantly turned into control freak. I'm like, did you pick an aisle seat? Did you do this? Did you? And my friend Shauna just elbowed me and she's like, you need to stop. You need to just let it be. It's going to be fine. And and she was right. And it was very helpful that she's like, just go. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to be in charge or in control it's okay. Everything's planned and everything's handled. So, you know, that's pretty cool. The crazy thing is, is that I will be returning home on October 1st and my retreat is October 13th through the 16th in Pennsylvania. So I will literally be landing and just a few days later going to the retreat. If you have not signed up to go on a retreat with me, I am hosting a retreat in Honesdale, Pennsylvania, October 13th through the 16th. And you can get that information in the show notes, glow-retreat.com. And my friend, friends coach, Letha J and Valerie Inez. Letha is a manifestation expert, master, and Valerie Inez is an author also and does shadow work and self-limiting belief work. And I'm going to be talking about how to really step into self and let go of your past 
We're going to be doing yoga workshops. We're going to be doing Q&A sessions, dinners, lunches, breakfasts, static dance, which is super cool. I'm going to be leading that. Qigong. We're going to be doing so much stuff in the beautiful hills of Pennsylvania. I'm personally flying into Scranton. If you are in the New Jersey area, the New York area, Pennsylvania area, it's a short drive to Honesdale, please come hang out with us. There's two different room options. Really, it's $1,300 or $1,400, depending on which room you choose. There's bathrooms, free Wi-Fi in the main buildings. It's just going to be a very, very special retreat that I'm really looking forward to it. We have a very small group, so it's going to be pretty intimate as it seems, but hopefully this will be the first of many retreats for the three of us together to be hosting. So go check that out. Let me know if you have any questions. Feel free to email me. Again, I will be out of the country, so I might not get back to you till October 1st, but message on the Glow Retreat messaging. There's a chat box there that someone will get back to you. And I hope to see you guys uh, October 13th. But if not, when you listen to the next episode, it will probably be me talking about my experience in Ireland. So and how that all came together. So thank you so much for taking this walk down my crazy experience highway here. (laughs) And I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind-the-scenes footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.